and ladies fucking listen to this shit. It's not that we aren't listening. Don't get me wrong. A lot of times we're not. But the times that we are and we still don't get it, it's not because we're not listening. It's because we don't fucking get it. We just we don't understand what you're saying the way that you're saying it. So if we as men have the courage and the wherewithal to say, listen, I am really trying to listen to you. I just don't understand what you're saying. Can you possibly say it another way? And then women, you need to have the fucking flexibility to not shit on your partner and be like, what do you mean you don't know what I'm saying? What are you stupid? You need to fucking cut that shit out and understand that if you just phrase another way and meet us halfway, we're going to solve a lot of fucking problems right there. So here's a question. Why are so many men struggling to be a man these days? Now with 70% of divorces being initiated by women and 80% of suicides being men, clearly we men are missing something. And that something is actually very simple. We are not training to become better men. Now, just like in the gym, if you want to be stronger in the bedroom, in your own head, and in the purpose you are here to fulfill, you've got to train for it. And that's exactly what we do on Inspired by Impact as we work towards igniting the impact we wish to see in our world. Now, let's get to it. Hello there again, my brother. And here we go with another bonus episode of Inspired by Impact, which is going to be coming to you on Fridays because I decided I'm going to be, do, be doing this shit Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So Monday and Wednesday, we're going to get the guest episodes. And then on Friday, today is actually Monday for me, but Friday for you, we're going to be releasing the MMUs, the Mental Muscle Up. In other words, I am demoing what it's going to look like to eradicate mental and emotional masturbation once and for all. So not going to lie. Today's MMUs were done with a little bit of liquid inspiration in the form of gin and tonics because JL and I had an awesome little happy hour that ended up being extremely transformational. Um, well, I'm hoping it's going to be transformational based on the topics we discuss. Side note here, if you are not in the habit of having a happy hour with your partner, and don't get me wrong, some of our happy hours actually involve non-alcoholic beverages. We've got the Cornonos, as we like to call them, which is the non-alcoholic Coronas. I've got some fake gin, if you want to call that. We definitely didn't have the fake gin today. We had some Tanqueray today. Just because I'm running low on Hendrix and the LC didn't fucking have any. What kind of horseshit is that? That being said, today's MMUs were inspired by episode 67 and 68 of Inspired by Impact, both of which had the pleasure of having Erin from Live One Life Coaching share her beautifully balanced wisdom because we did a part one and a part two, and part two especially got pretty interesting as we talked about toxic masculinity from both my perspective, a man, and a woman's perspective. But here's what challenges we'd be tackling with today's MMU. So challenge number one and MMU number one, how do you stop shitting all over yourself and what do you do when it feels like the things you are working on to be happier aren't working to make you happier? Oh man, that's a question that I ask myself very often. That's actually a, actually a question that uh, JL and I tackled in happy hour, which is kind of inspiring this MMU. And challenge slash MMU number two. What can a man do if he is one half of one of those couples who fight about the same shit over and over again to help each member of that couple pull their heads out of their asses 
and stop the insanity. That's what I'm gonna be talking about. I'm gonna be sharing, as you're gonna see, I'm gonna share this RFN like right fucking now with some brothers in my life because <laughs> I know that this is them and this is a huge shout out and a kick in the balls for them. But as always with these MMUs, please do not just listen to me demo because that'd be the equivalent of you coming to one of my fitness classes, me demoing the exercises, telling you what to do, what not to do, saying three, two, one, go. And you just stand in there and not doing a fucking thing. That's not going to get you any better off than when you came in the class, which is why you need to go into the show notes, download the free blueprint of the MMU, and then just do what I demo, but do it for you because it's going to be much more impactful when it's coming from you because you know how we do. We move from inspiration to integration in order to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Speaking of which, let's dive right into MMU numero uh. So first things first, mental muscle up, morning muscle up, whichever one you want to call it. Which area of the prep work do we be tackling? So is it purpose, health, and fitness, relationship, health, and fitness, emotional health, and fitness, or physical health and fitness? Well, first things, we're going to be tackling emotional health and fitness with this one. So question number one, what is your situation? And this is what I wrote. Why does it feel like the work I'm doing isn't working? I'm totally crushing the shit that I've decided is what it takes for me to feel fulfilled and be happy, and yet I don't feel fulfilled and happy. So this is the question that I'm asking myself at the end of the situation. What is the small but critical principle that I am missing that is keeping me from truly enjoying the here and now? Let me rephrase that on you, my brother. When it comes to you doing the work and getting shit done and yet you still don't feel happy and fulfilled, this is the question I'm going to have you entertain. What is the small but critical principle that you are missing, that is keeping you from truly enjoying the here and the now? I'm going to answer that question on my behalf as we go to question number two inside of the MMU. What is your notable quotable? And as I said, this is coming from Aaron DeRose inside of episode number 67 of Inspired by Impact. And this is what she had to say. If you're continuing to find flaws in yourself, you'll continue to find flaws in yourself. Let me repeat that. And fucking sit on the shit for a bit because this one, this one, <laughs> I was mentioned with Bobby T, you know, it's a good pod, podcast or you can tell the quality of the podcasts that I have with other guests based on how many times I have those super long sighs. And when Aaron said this, I had a super long sigh. She said, again, if you're continuing to find flaws in yourself, you'll continue to find flaws in yourself. So let's move on to question number three of the MMU. What is your transformation? In other words, four things that you don't want in order to come up with four things that you do want. So what are four things you don't want to feel, experience, or be? And we're just going to rip those apart, flip them around, turn them on their heads, and figure out what we do want. So here we go. The first thing that I don't want is I don't want to keep shitting all over myself all the time, which means I do want to practice celebrating my efforts. Second thing I don't want is I don't want to do the work for fucking nothing, which means I want to take time to recognize the work that I'm putting in. The third thing I don't want is I don't want to be a pessimistic asshole, pessimistic asshole, which means I do want to be more of a realist. Notice I didn't say optimist here. 
I want to be a realist. I don't want to put fucking sunshine and unicorns and rainbows on my shit when they don't exist. But I do want to, I do want to look at reality the way it is. And reality is I'm putting in a lot of fucking work. So last one is I don't want to celebrate others, but not myself. Because I'm all about giving everybody else huge props, but not me. Which means I do want to celebrate me for fuck's sakes. All right. So question number four, what is your inspiration? We're tapping into the inner voice here, and this is what I wrote. I get it. The brain is hardwired to be hyper-focused on the shit in our lives, but enough is enough already. I'm doing and being shit today that even months ago, let alone years ago, I would have killed to be and be experiencing. Yet here I am, still shitting on myself because I keep focusing on the minutia of what I'm not as opposed to the abundance that I am. Let me repeat that. And let me ask you that in the form of a question. Do you keep focusing on the minutia of what you are not, as opposed to the abundance that you are? Probably. So this bullshit needs to stop, and it needs to stop right fucking now. So question number five, most importantly, What is your integration? And the I am statement that I'm leading this one off with in order to come up with my small, specific, and simple step that I will schedule and share. I am worthy. So today at 7 p.m., I am, and I already did this because it's 8, 10 p.m. as I'm recording this. I am committed to adding the song a dear friend sent to me tonight to my morning mastery playlist and ending my morning routine with the ritual of accepting the abundance that I am. Now, let me give you some context on this. A very dear friend of mine who her and I have extremely deep conversations on a weekly basis. She sent me this song tonight. and I'm going to pull up the text that she sent because the way that she phrased it was just fucking beautiful. She sent me this song and what she said was she said, invitation to listen to this song with the words, I can lingering on your breath. Invitation to listen to this song with the words, I can linger on your breath. So side note, how fucking amazing are the people in my life that I have somebody like just inspired to send that to me out of nowhere. It's fucking beautiful. So what I did right after she sent me that song or I got that text, I played the song knowing I had no idea what to expect, but it is a beautiful song with no lyrics. And so I closed my eyes and since she had mentioned to do the I can on my breath, every single inhale, and I have my eyes closed right now so I can really feel this, every single inhale I would say the word I and every single exhale I would say the word can and all of a sudden just all these visions started coming to me of since I've been recording, this is my third podcast I recorded today, since I've been focused on the, hyper-focused on the podcast today, I started focusing about all the things that I wanted with the podcast. So I started focusing on all the individuals that I was going to have on as guests and how I am going to probe the shit out of them and help them connect with their deeper selves. Because if there's one fucking thing I'm good at, it's good at asking people questions that get them to connect with their deeper selves because I've been doing it for fucking years myself. So it was an unbelievable experience. So I want to make sure that, because if we go back and we look at, we just look at that question that I asked myself in the beginning, what is the small but critical principle I'm missing that is keeping me from truly enjoying the here and now? That principle will be that I'm not accepting and diving into the here and now. So in order to do that, I have this song that will be a ritual at the end of my morning routine, which means I do it every fucking day towards accepting the abundance that I am. 
So my question to you, my brother, is what is a ritual that you can start adding, preferably to your morning routine so it gets done every day, that will help you accept the abundance that you are. And now we're going to go into the gym and figure out how you can do this. So when you take a look at going inside the gym, it's never going to be just one rep that is going to make the difference in your workouts, right? It's never just going to be the one rep that, well, it does make the difference in your workouts, but it's never going to be the one rep or the one workout that gets you over that threshold. It's going to be the ones you do repeatedly and consistently. So where are you going to add something like this to your routine so that you can repeatedly and consistently start developing the routine of accepting the abundance that you are? All right, MMU number two. This one's going to be fun for me because I don't normally do MMUs about other people. But man, this one, yeah, this one's going to be fun for me because uh, just JL and I, don't get me wrong, we are by no stretch of the imagination perfect. But when I compare where to where we were to where we are now in terms of our communication, our expansion, and just our love and our connection and our compassion, oh, fuck, it's pretty sweet. Anyways, so this one, the area of the prep work we be tackling is relationship health and fitness inside of the prep work. So question number one, what is your situation? And I'm thinking about my brothers here, as you will see. This is what I wrote. Why do so many couples fight over nothing? Why do we refuse to see that the shit we fight about is pretty fucking pointless? I really want to help my brothers start communicating the way that JL and I do because it fucking works. So here's the question I'm asking inside the situation. What is the smallest step I can get my brothers to take that will have the biggest impact? Now, side note here, I have a really hard time giving advice. I know it may seem like this podcast is all about me giving advice, but I, a part of me refuses, even though a lot of people call me Coach Carl and sometimes I refer to myself as Coach Carl, I, I don't fucking like that title. I just don't. I'm just a guy in the game who's found some shit that works for me and I've concluded that it is my mission and my purpose and I've been called to share what works for me that's it I'm not telling you what the fuck to do I'm telling you what works for me if you want to try it try it it's no different than if we were in if we were talking about nutrition I'm like you know what intermittent fasting is a great fucking strategy for me because I find it really helps me it helps me shed fat it definitely helps my mental focus which is why I do it primarily and my levels of energy it works for me if it doesn't work for you, then don't fucking do it, but give it a go and see what happens. I just, I'm, I'm looking to help as many brothers as I possibly can who find themselves in the shoes that once upon a time Carl was in to get out of those shoes and put on some nicer fucking kicks. That's it. So that question again is, what is the smallest step I can get my brothers to take that will have the biggest impact as it relates to them fighting with their significant others over fucking nothing and the same thing over and over again, year after year, month after month, whatever. Anyway, so what is your notable quotable? That is question number two. And of course, we'd be going to Aaron DeRose, who's bringing the beautiful balance inside of Inspired by Impact, inside of episode number 68. And this is what she said in terms of the notable quotable. I'll give you some context in a second. She said, inquiry versus commentary. I just found that an easier transition. So inside of that episode, you're going to hear even at the very beginning, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I did put this in the tra- or in the teaser. She talked about when she's having a conversation with her husband, Adam, and Adam's like, 
I don't understand what you're saying. And then she's saying, well, aren't you listening? He's like, yeah, I am listening like a motherfucker, but I still don't get, I just don't get it. I don't understand what you're saying. So then she had the wherewithal to go ahead and say, well, or no, he had the wherewithal. That's right. This is all on him. Well, it's a split decision, but it's, it's mostly on him. I'm giving him credit for this. He said, can you say it another way? Can you say it another way? And then Aaron was like, yeah, of course I can. So a light bulb went off for her. It's not that he, and ladies fucking listen to this shit. It's not that we aren't listening. Don't get me wrong. A lot of times we're not, but the times that we are and we still don't get it, it's not because we're not listening. It's because we don't fucking get it. We just, we don't understand what you're saying the way that you're saying it. So if we as men have the courage and the wherewithal to say, listen, I am really trying to listen to you. I just don't understand what you're saying. Can you possibly say it another way? And then women, you need to have the fucking flexibility to not shit on your partner and be like, what do you mean you don't know what I'm saying? What are you stupid? You need to fucking cut that shit out and understand that if you just phrase another way and meet us halfway, which is what something Aaron highly talks about in the episode, if we meet each other halfway, we're going to solve a lot of fucking problems right there. Because it's not that we don't want to listen. Sometimes we just don't know how. And even when we do, we just don't understand, which means women develop some flexibility in your language. Okay. JL's fucking fabulous with that. Anyways, the quotable again, the notable quotable was inquiry versus commentary. I just found that an easier transition. So what she's saying there is she inquired as to how she could help her partner understand. And on top of that, he inquired as to as to help himself understand better. So let's go to what is your transformation question number three, the don'ts and the do's. So we don't want to get caught in judgment, which means we do want to be open to possibilities inside of the conversation. This goes with both the men and the women, the female and the male, the partners, whether it's two females, two males, I don't fucking care. But when we're having those conversations and we seem to be hitting a wall, we don't want to get caught in judgment. We do want to be open to possibilities. The second don't that we want, or the second thing we don't want, is we don't want to hear the same shit over and over again. Like for me, I'm speaking me. I don't want to hear the same shit my brother's fucking complaining about over and over again, which means I want to hear some new shit. I want to hear the new challenges you're having to overcome. Because if, you, if you've gotten over new, old challenges, you have to overcome new ones. That means you're expanding. And that's what the whole fucking name of the game is. So... Inside of my own relationship with Jenny Lee, this is a don't that I don't want. I don't want to decrease the curve. And by that, I mean the expansion curve, which means I do want to keep the hockey stick going because we're on a hardcore hockey stick all the time because of the conversations we had like during happy hour today. And then finally, the last don't is I don't want to be alone on this journey. And I'm going to speak cocky here because I know how JL and I communicate. We have put in way more reps than a lot of brothers that I know. And it's not that they, it's not that they haven't put in the reps. It's just that 
I don't know if they've had the cues, like those little secret cues that are going to allow them to expand at a particular rate. So say, for example, inside the gym, if you're doing deadlifts, one of the cues that I found out recently that really fucking helped me was that at the bottom of your deadlift, if you push your knees out towards your elbows and really push them against your arms, man, does that make a big fucking difference? Well, I've had a lot of cues inside of my relationship in terms of communication that the other brothers don't know, but now they know because they're hearing them right fucking now and they hear them every week when they talk to me. So since I don't want to be on this alone, alone on this journey, my brothers, I want to have some competition. I want to hear you guys talking some shit about your relationships and how much you're expanding so I get jealous. <laughs> All right, so let's go on to question number four. What is your inspiration? This is what I wrote. I am by no means perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but the fact of the matter is that rarely do any of my brothers voluntarily bring up shit about their partners in a very good way is what I mean. I'm, I'm not saying my side note. I'm not saying my brothers shit all over their partners. I'm just saying they don't talk about it unless I start to bring it up. Like they don't, they talk about business like crazy. Some of them talk about fitness, the ones who are into it, but, and we'll get into emotional stuff, but rarely do, do my brothers voluntarily bring up how amazing things are with their partners. Except for one, except for one, Alan, huge props to you. So getting back to my MMU here, why? Probably because there's not much to talk about. So what you brought in 10K worth of business or got so-and-so on your podcast or completed whatever project. Is that really what you want people to be saying about you at your funeral? Or do you want to step the fuck up as a partner? Let me, let me rehash that last little bit. So what you brought in 10K worth of business or got so-and-so on your podcast, or completed whatever project. Is that really what you want people to be saying about you at your funeral, or do you want to step the fuck up as your partner? Because last I checked, I'm pretty sure we have a consensus on this as brothers, as men, that when we are on our, when we're in our fucking caskets, and our significant others are at our funerals, we want them be, to be saying some pretty high praise about us. Not only that, but we want the men around us, our brothers, talking about how fucking amazing a brother and a partner we were to our significant others. We want our brothers saying, that was the dude who was the example that made me become a better man for my partner. I'm speaking for me, but I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for a lot of dudes. So anyways, the last question of MMU number two, of course, the most important one, what is your integration? In other words, that small, specific, and simple step that you're going to schedule and share. And this is what I said, starting off with the I am statement. Oh, I love this one. I am the guy who calls my brothers out. My brothers know <laughs> uh, that I'm the asshole in the group. I'm 100% the asshole because actually, no, Bobby T, shout out to you. The last conversation I have with Bobby T last Thursday during our uh, our weekly call, fuck, he went full Carl on me. And he was like yelling at me and swearing at me in a very loving way calling me on my shit and bringing things to my attention that I definitely needed to hear in a fashion that I normally do with my brother. So it was nice to be on the receiving end for once. Fuck. Love you, Bobby T. So I am the guy who calls my brothers out, which means today at 8.30 p.m. And right now it's 8.24, which means as soon as I'm done recording this, biatch, I am committed to sharing this MMU with my brothers in arms in advance and awaiting the loving onslaught of what will come as a result. By as by in advance, I mean you guys are going to hear this four days from now of the time they're recording and my brother's going to hear this in advance. So I'm going to share this with them and see what they have to say about me calling them out in terms of not doing the same old shit with their partners, making sure they're coming from 
an inquiry standpoint in the conversations as opposed to commentary. In other words, here's the thing. Side note here, and I'll leave you with this. I, I may not leave you with this because this may go on off another tangent, but if you can come into the conversation and ask fucking questions, what are you doing? You are leading by example. You are setting the precedent, okay? Because if you start asking your significant other questions and you keep pausing, like remember, I can't remember what episode it is, but go back to the episode where I had Chris Leverick on, um, uh, Ashton Leverick's brother from the Art of Winning podcast. I had him on and all we talked about was relationships. And the one thing that stuck out most for me from that one uh, even though it was a shit ton, the one thing that's sticking out right now is just pausing. He said when he started having conversations with his wife again, he just fucking paused. When she was done talking, he didn't jump in. Even though as soon as she started talking, he was already in solution mode and wanted to jump in and solve the problem. He just paused and he asked questions because he realized that by pausing, holy shit, she's got more to say. And not only that, by starting to ask questions, he got to the actual fucking problem, which is never the surface level bullshit, but something that's like six or seven or 14 layers deep. And you'll never do that if you're in commentary mode instead of inquiry mode. So get into fucking inquiry mode is what I'm trying to say. All right, my brother, there you go. Two MMUs demoed for you. So you don't even have to go back into the podcast and timestamp shit that stood out for you. You can if you want, but I highly recommend that when I do these demo MMUs, just use the fucking quotes that I pointed out for you. It's going to save you a lot of time. So quote number one, in case you forgot, was, let me see here, I'll back up for you, was if you're continuing to find flaws in yourself, you'll continue to find flaws in yourself. So you can do your emotional fitness uh, MMU on that one. Or if you want the relationship one, here's the other one. Inquiry versus commentary. I just found that an easier transition. So that's enough of that. Go do your MMU and then ignite the impact you wish to see in the world. Until next time, my brother, we got this.